I'm Neil Osmond and welcome to the Get to Yes podcast, where I teach, coach, consult and speak on selling in the hair and beauty and body industries. Have you noticed these days with your clients when you're selling that pushing doesn't work, talking doesn't work either, however asking and listening does. Throughout these podcasts, I'm going to discuss a style of selling that uses the skill of persuasion, because my belief is that you get to yes by listening, not telling. If you practice these persuasion skills, you'll become more successful, achieve greater financial rewards, gain that recognition you're yearning for, and maybe even just discover that selling can be fun. I look forward to sharing the journey. Hi. Neil here from The Sales Catalyst. In this episode, we're going to discuss what many suggest to be the greatest problem. How to establish engagement with the many people who passed your stand. Specifically, I'd like to talk to you about four key subjects. Who is your avatar? You know, your ideal client. I'd like to also share with you some of the experiences that I've had and different ways that companies have tried to qualify me as a delegate. Number three... Key questions that you can ask to gain attention and engagement. And finally, the most important next step. Once you have that engagement, what are the different ways that you need to consider in your communication style? Is it going to be different when you're talking to a larger client or is it going to be different when you're talking to a smaller client? Mastering this point really changed my success at trade shows. I want to go deep on how to get people to talk to you when you're working at your next expo. Most times I see people on stands trying to, you know, well, stop delegates as they pass by, trying to gain their attention by offering them a flyer or a brochure, you know, trying to engage with them somehow, mainly using statements like, well, we are X, Y, Z, we do, blah, blah, blah. For some salespeople, this is really, really frustrating as they receive a lot of rejections, you know, heaps of no's. The reason for that is, well, their engagement strategy is all back to front. What I mean by that is traditionally salespeople believe it is their job to engage with the potential customer, whereby I believe that my job is to conduct myself in a way where people want to engage with me. Hmm, big difference. Secondly, I don't like to sell until I'm asked to. So what are the basics here to be successful? Well, firstly, be clear in your mind who your ideal client is. Secondly, Know what you're going to ask them. As standing there and making statements about what you do is not going to attract any clients. However, I've discovered by asking a couple of good questions creates a totally different situation. And this is where the gold is. So let's jump in as there's a few layers that we need to unpack. Before we head off to the expo, we need to get clear around who is our ideal client. You know, who is your avatar? So... Help me understand, think about some of the key points that well, may describe an avatar to you or a key client. Well, the best way to do this exercise is to get some clarity around having a close look at your existing clients, and in particular, the really good ones. What attributes do they have in common? You know, what locations are they in? Do they carry a number of brands or do they just commit themselves to a single company partnership? How many staff do they have? What's their pricing structure? How do they position themselves? And more importantly, what are their areas of specialty? Once we establish this, this then means that the sales team will have great clarity around who your ideal client is. The more you have these types of conversations, 
you'll notice that your team's qualifying conversations will improve. Now we've established that, we need to consider what are you going to do when you see or experience a client who's a good possible fit? Well, to be successful here, we need to turn the traditional selling approach on its head. Rather than trying to attract clients by making statements and hoping to engage them, we turn this around and ask them questions instead. Let me share a really good example. This first one from a hair expo. I noticed a really beautiful stand, a company that I actually had never seen before. As I approached, I noticed their stand design was, well, rather minimalistic, which really allowed the product and its unique packaging to really stand out. As I entered the stand, I noticed that the product was from Asia, Korea, actually. I was approached by someone who was from the head office and obviously their home country. And I have to share, though, generally when I play this role and I approach a stand, I don't actually tell people that I'm an industry sales trainer. I pretend I'm a salon owner as I want to listen to their, well, their experience, their approach, and learn about their product or their company. This person, however, really nailed me, as her first question to me was a qualifying question, and it was an absolute beauty. Her question was so simple. She simply just said, how do you fit into the industry? I paused, and rather than answering, I complimented her in a question, hoping, well, she would continue on, you know, and, and start her company spiel. However, she didn't. She went back to her opening question and went on to explain that she needed to know where I fitted in so in turn she would know what she needed to explain. And what she really needed to know was, well, was I a potential distributor? Was I a business owner, a salon owner? Was I a salesperson working in the industry? A staff member? Or maybe was I from the media? Needless to say, we ended up having an amazing conversation and I discovered and learnt a lot about their brand which, by the way, was really amazing. As I walked away with a smile, I reflected back on some of my other experiences that day, where others had just made statements at me and tried to give me a brochure or a sample bag. Wow, what a difference. That stand and the way that lady handled me was really amazing, an experience I still remember clearly today. How's that for an expo experience, let alone everlasting brand impact? The second example was at a beauty expo. Again, a very professional company and a well-organised stand. Their product is digital displays to help salons lift their image by removing the old dog-eared and faded posters and replacing them with beautiful, high-quality images that lift the overall salon image. My experience, again, was with a salesperson. As I approached the stand, he noticed that I was looking at these amazing light boxes. With that, he looked at me, gained my eye contact, and then blurted out, what do you think? Better than a poster? I responded, yeah, yeah, maybe. So was I convinced? Well, no, not really. Hmm, what could he have done differently to convince me right there and then on the spot? The solution is rather simple. Rather than making a statement, better than a poster, he could have rephrased it into a question. See, I believe as for he who speaks it, it is the truth. So what I mean by that is that if he could get me to say that this light box was better than a poster, it would have been more convincing and more persuasive rather than him telling me. You know, as we've discussed before, telling ain't selling. So I broke my rule and told him that I was an industry sales trainer and we had a laugh and exchanged a few comments. I then asked him if he would be open to trying a different approach, an approach that would significantly improve his expo sales. Yeah, he looked at me and said, yeah, you know, why not? So with that, we're standing side by side on his stand. 
and two ladies start walking towards us. I stepped out and asked them a question. May I ask for your opinion about something, please? Their response as they looked at each other was, well, yeah, why not? So I asked, how do you think these light boxes compare to the old traditional posters you see in salons? Well, they responded, they look great. Bright lights, good-looking image, much better than posters. And with that, they started asking a few other questions. So, we had actually got them to say the few things that the salesperson would normally state or say as their opening. However, I must admit, they sound a lot more convincing this time. Wow, what a difference a question can make. We need to consider how we're going to attract your ideal client, and more importantly, how are you going to stop and engage them as they pass your stand? So, use my rule. What question can you ask? We also need to acknowledge that different types of clients have, well, different needs, and of course, different areas of interest. For example, a large business may be interested in a higher level business conversation, whereby a smaller clinic may be more interested in the treatment's process or the space required to deliver this treatment. As a guide, I divide clients into four groups, or let's call it grading. To keep it simplistic, let's refer to the first group as A-grade salons or clinics, and then we have, of course, B-grade, C-grade and D-grade. As an example, an A-grade salon may have six or more full-time staff. B-grade salons, say four to five staff. C-grade salons would have two to three full-time staff, where D-grades are quite often a single operator. By the way, many companies I work with quite often have some really strong clients and loyal clients in this D category. So as I mentioned, I've discovered that we need to adjust our conversation and the words we use for each of these different groups. As business owners quite often view salespeople as change agents, you know, all you want to do is change them from what they're using today to what you're selling today. So we need to proceed with caution. We need to think about things from a business owner's point of view. A-grade businesses, for example, well, you know those ones. They're the ones that are really successful. They're clear on their area of specialty. They have clear pricing structures. And they really like to wow their clients. And, you know, they have a really strong business model. Having a conversation with them around help, well, I have to say, just may not cut it. But what A-grade businesses are interested in is new concepts. Concepts that they can add to their existing business and offer to their existing clientele to increase their turnover. Whereby B-grade salons, they're still in the building phase and they are working hard with the view of becoming an A-grade salon. They need support. You know, a company that's going to support their planned growth. A company that already has a variety of support programs in place. That may be an established education program, regular in salon promotional concepts, now, online marketing concepts, or even just a simple, reliable delivery system. C-grade salons, well, they're still heavily committed to working on the floor and busy working in their business versus working on their business. C-grade salons look for ideas, ideas that are simplistic, and they can be implemented easily and quickly. Finally, D-grade salons, well, quite often they need some help. However, be aware that there's an increasing number of people who have consciously decided today to be a D-grade salon and be an owner-operator. So as you discover more about the owners you're talking to and listening to, start to adjust the ways you suggest concepts, support or ideas, and you'll find a much better connection with those different types of prospective clients. So what's your takeaways from this episode? 
Was it getting clarity around your ideal client, you know, your avatar? Different ways that we can qualify? Developing your skill of asking good questions? Or is it developing the ability to adjust your conversation to the size and the style of the business that you're talking to? I hope you have a great expo. And until next time, enjoy your day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Get to Yes podcast. If you like what you've heard, please share it with someone you may know who's looking to become more persuasive or wants to diffuse resistance and get to yes more often. Until our next episode, you can visit me at thesalescatalyst.com.au.